You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey there, amazing entrepreneur. It is Stacy here and I am the host of the Social Hub podcast and I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast to tune into. If this is the first time you've been here, welcome. This is a really cool place to be on the internet. And if you've listened in before, thank you so much for continuing to come back and allow me and my amazing guests to provide you with all their amazing value and just kind of allow me to share my musings and strategy and thoughts and feelings on the world of business and life as we know it. Now, if you are loving the podcast, I would so love it if you would leave a review um, and let me know what you love about it. And when you do leave a review, make sure that you leave your Instagram handle in the review um, because I do give a shout out on my episodes to those that leave a review. And also to share it with your friends, tell them to subscribe, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Ms. Stacey Marie underscore. Let me know if you're listening to an episode. I always love to hear it. Now, today we are talking about email marketing and I am doing a little bit of a different kind of format this time. It is going to be the Q&A format. Now, these episodes are just going to drop randomly. I might do like one a month or one every six weeks or so. And what it is, is it's just going to be a really super engaging way to get you guys involved in the podcast. So I'm going to do regular call outs on various topics that you guys are always asking questions about. If there is a topic that you would love me to do a Q&A episode on, please head over to Instagram and DM me and let me know what topic you'd like it to be and I can add it to the Q&A episode list. But what I am going to do is about the week before I record it, I'll put out a call out. So I'll put out a call out either in my Facebook group, the Fully Expressed Entrepreneurs with Stacey Marie on Facebook or on my Instagram stories with a question sticker and get you guys to submit your questions. Now, I did that this week, but I did not really give a lot of days. There was only like a couple of days notice. So I have got a few questions here today, but I really want to ramp these up and get some really juicy questions happening um, ongoing. Now, the best way to get involved with these episodes is just follow me. Follow me on Instagram. Join my free Facebook group. Um, They are the places that I'll be putting out the call out for questions next time I do a and a app. So this week, the Q&A app is on email marketing because this is kind of my theme for the month of May. Now in my um, group mentorship community, the social collective where I teach female business owners, how to stand out online, sell on social media and online with authenticity and build an amazing digital ecosystem that not only elevates their brand, but turns posts into profits and followers into real clients. Inside of that community, we have a 
we have a theme each month where we work on something for the specific month and I build out resources and content and stuff for them based on that um, and add it to our members portal. Now this month we're working on email marketing. So you would have seen quite a bit of my content this month has been around email marketing. So that is why I'm doing the Q&A app on email marketing this month. Now I did do an episode a few episodes ago on going rogue on email marketing. And it was my take on a completely new email strategy that I created for my own business. If you want to go and check that out, go and check it out on the podcast. It was episode number 67. And that was um, titled, I'm going rogue on email marketing. Um, So you can definitely go and tune in, have a listen to this. But I put the call out for a few questions around email marketing, and we're just going to get stuck straight on in. Now, if I reference anything in this episode, you will be able to check out the links for that on the show notes page for today's episode at all the wsocialhubau.com forward slash 72. That's 72 with numbers. And you'll be able to find the links to anything that I reference inside of this episode as well. All right. So I've got five questions around email marketing. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read the question out um, and then I'm going to answer the question with my take on it, some strategy and some thoughts to consider. All right. Number one. Now this question came from Ashley Thomas and her question was thoughts on repurposing your Facebook content into email. This is a really good question because I 100% think that when you're getting started with email marketing, one of the best things you can do is actually go to your social media content and see what you could potentially repurpose into email content. There's three reasons for that. Number one, you're already producing a crap load of content for your social media. And given the fact that organic um, reach is pretty low these days, and most people are not in a position to be paying for really good Facebook ads management, that odds are that if someone you, sorry, the odds are that if you've posted something onto your social media, be it Facebook or Instagram, that most people haven't seen it, right? So it makes sense from a touch point point of view that you would share content elsewhere. And I actually encourage and have a complete system built which is a repurposing and recycling system for content where basically you take your social media content and you disperse it out onto other platforms. Because what I see most people do is a, they share their content on every platform on the same day. So it's on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook groups, and on their mailing list, right? So they're just getting one day and one chance with that content. Whereas if you share it out across multiple platforms on different days, you're getting on, then this is for really strategic content. You're getting more touch points with that content, which allows that message to embed with your audience more. Now, the reason why I think it's a really good idea to incorporate your email into that recycling or that repurposing kind of process is that your email is just another part of your ecosystem. So it just makes sense to add it in there, right? So if they didn't see it on your Facebook, then they may see it when you send it to your email list. Now, how do you find what content to share? Number one, Um, the first thing you can do is you can go to your insights, go and have a look for the last 30 days. What were your five top performing posts? 
and what content could you pull out of there that is really good, really strategic, and that you could send to your email list with a really great, you know, maybe you might flesh out that post a little bit more than what was um, in the original one on socials, um, put a little bit more value in it and wrap it up with a really cool CTA, strategic CTA, and send it out to your list. So you could, the reason why that works is that it's content that's proven to already engage. Like it's already been proven to work. It already works because it performed for you. So it makes sense that it would perform with your mailing list, right? The second thing you can do is you can actually go back to some of your content that you know was shit hot content, but it just didn't get the traction that you wanted it to. Maybe it was really strategic. Maybe you created this awesome reel or something and you're like, oh, why didn't it get the reach that it wanted to? Like it was so good. You know, it happens, right? Sometimes we create a post and the post is freaking awesome, but it just doesn't get the reach you want it to. So you could pick out some of those and you could share them to your mailing list as well. Um, and see if they get a bit more traction, you know, in another part of your ecosystem. It could have just been the time of the day, the day of the week or something like that was just, that was just missing with the original post and sharing it elsewhere may just give it the legs that it needs to, to get a little bit more traction for you. So yes, the answer to that is 100% repurposing content into email is something I encourage you to do. And if you're just getting started with email, it's actually one of the best places to start in terms of um, putting together some content you can start to share with your mailing list, particularly if it's older social media content, because odds are they A, didn't see it the first time, or if they did, they've probably forgotten about it and you can get that traction of that extra touch point with it. So definitely, yes, I encourage that for sure. So the next question is from Rochelle Glendon from How to Live Slow. And her question is, is, is one CTA on your email still the right advice? I love this question. And it is a bit of a loaded question, obviously. And sometimes my answer is always going to be, it depends on your strategy. And 100%, this is a question that does depend a little bit on your strategy. But I guess what I would say is ask yourself this question. What is the objective of that email? right? So is the objective of that email to nurture, engage, or convert? So if it's an email that's designed to nurture your mailing list, so you just want to get them opening it and reading it and and increase those open rates, think about where else would you potentially send them in your ecosystem that you could put as a CTA on that email. Remember that an CTA doesn't need to be for a paid service. So it could be you've um, sent an email with this beautiful value content and it might be, oh, I've actually got a podcast episode on that, this particular topic. Head over here to this link and check out the podcast. Oh, I did a Facebook live on this on my Facebook page or in my Facebook group. Head over here with the link to check out that live stream. Or I did an IGTV video on this. Head over to my Instagram and check it out. So if it's that kind of nurturing email, You can still definitely add a CTA, just that the CTA would just be to send them somewhere else in your ecosystem where you can nurture them further and they can continue that relationship with you. If it's an email that's designed to engage, so you want to get people like doing stuff with that email, talking to you, the sorts of CTAs you could use in that would be hit reply and let's chat about it. So you're creating a conversation with that person. It could be head here to this and insert link here to Instagram and send me a DM or tell me your thoughts on this. Or here's a link here to my Facebook in messenger inbox, inbox me here and let me know, send me a voice message and tell me your thoughts. 
You're wanting to get people engaging with that email. So give them a reason or a CTA that involves them engaging. Like honestly, hit reply is one of the easiest things you can do because it just gets people replying and engaging with your email content. If it's a conversion based objective for that email, then yes, obviously the CTA is going to be based on something that you want to sell that person or you want them to land on a landing page and start to plant that seed of them buying a specific product service course or something that you teach, right? So if it is a conversion-based email, then the, the objective is to get people to land on a landing page and then convert into buying something from you or booking something with you, right? So it's always going to depend on what the objective of that email is. The next thing I would say is that if you're in like a launch phase, there may be multiple places in that email you would add a CTA. So if you were launching a new service, a new product, a new course, you may have the CTA in a few places in that email, or sometimes you can have more than one email if you're giving options. So if I was to send a really targeted conversion email to say, come and join the social collective group mentoring program, I might also add like a PS, you know, want to make sure this is the right option for you, hit reply and let's chat. So there's two different CTAs, but the purpose of that is to give people options. So they can either go and join if they know it's right for them, or let's talk and engage and create a conversation to help you make that decision. I 100% think you should have a CTA on every email. Sometimes you could have more depending on what the strategy is and, and, and the basis and that the objective of that email. Number three was how often should I email my list? Again, it's going to come down to your strategy. So the first thing I would ask you, and I often get asked this from people who aren't emailing their list, right? They're like, how often should I mail, email my list? And there's kind of like this fear holding them back from actually sending any emails because they don't want to be a pest, Right. So I would ask you, how often are you mailing your list right now? And if you're not emailing your list at all, then any email is going to be better than none, right? And if you're only emailing your list once a month, once every couple of months and very sporadically, then I would also say that creating a bit more consistency around your email strategy and how often you send out content is going to be better than what you're doing now, right? So I guess if, and like I said, it it is definitely going to come down to each individual strategy, but from a, a starting point, I would start with fortnightly. Monthly would be not enough, but fortnightly would be a great place to start. And then if you're getting really good results from fortnightly emails, leave it at that. If you want to increase it, increase it up to maybe once a week. However, I, I am never going to say you have to send this many emails a week or you have to send this many emails a month. What you need to do is create a strategy that is sustainable, sustainable for you, sustainable for your business, sustainable for your audience and sustainable for, um, your own circumstances in terms of workload as well. So you need to build an email strategy that is sustainable. You need to build an email strategy that is actually going to be profitable because you don't want to be a pest in people's email inboxes. And I don't think that you need to send someone an email every single day. I think that's overkill. 
For most of you guys, if you've got a smaller list, a lot of your emails are just going to be an email to your entire list. It's not until you start to really start segmenting out your list and getting a larger list with different groups and segments and tags associated with it that you're going to get a little bit more dynamic. So for those people just getting started or that have relatively small lists, then definitely once a fortnight or weekly to your list is definitely enough. Um, and you can use some of the, you know, the repurposing content stuff that I just spoke about for to help you kind of get started there. However, those of you that do have other segments of your list or you've got people tagged based on how they've come into your list, um, you are going to want to at some point in time start to send those people strategic email content as well. So you're going to be wanting to send people, say they've come in from your lead magnet and you have an offer or a service or a course that relates to that lead magnet, you would want to at some point be sending those people a targeted email because they've come in based on the interest of that lead magnet, an email that that offers them to join that program, join that course, take up that service, buy that product, right? So you could definitely do those regularly, um, specific targeted emails to segments of your list. You could do those on a regular basis, again, depending on your strategy. Um, or you can do them, you know, as needed when you might be, say, in launch or promo phase for that specific product service course. So I guess the answer to how often should you email your list is how long is a piece of string? Um, it is definitely going to come down to your strategy, but there's some things to think about in terms of, you know, segments of your list that you would send content to and kind of how often would you start to think about building a strategy around. Um, but I would hundred percent encourage to really build a personalized tailored strategy that is based on your target market and what they need, want, and uh, more likely to engage with. And if you need help with doing that, then that is what I do with my members inside of the social collective, inside of my group mentoring program. Um, so not only do we do that in the group space, but I can also do that in the one-on-one upgrade option. So if you need some help, definitely head over to the show notes page and check out the links for that. All right. Question number four, how many lead magnets should I have? Again, this is a loaded question because it is going to come down to your strategy, but I've got two main things I want to say. There's really two types of lead magnets that you should have at any given time. One is the main driver to build your mailing list. So this would be your main opt-in. This would be the one attached to your main welcome nurture sequence. So these are things like PDFs, checklists, downloadables, really simple things that are easy that really relate to something that your ideal client needs. Um, And this is something that's going to be something that, you know, the broader community of your audience are going to want, that the broader community of your, your audience are going to need. Because what it is, is you're wanting to capture as many email addresses with that. So that's like, that's one type of freebie or one type of lead magnet you should have, which is like your main list building opt in. So an example of that main database building opt-in would be, say for me, I might do like, um, you know, 50 social media prompts for your Instagram and it would be a downloadable PDF or something like that, that people would be able to pop their email address in and get that sent to them. It's something that it's, it's 
it's reasonably broad, but also targeted at the same time, right? Because it's focused on Instagram specifically as a platform, but, and focused on content creation, but it is something that a a lot of people would want as such, because it is content, something that is a big pain point for people in my audience. The next sort of lead magnet you want is a targeted lead magnet. So these are designed to drive specific conversion. So this would be something like a webinar, video training, a Trello board, or a digital product, a free one. And again, it's going to come down to your strategy, but this targeted lead magnet is really there to drive specific action from people that download it. You're wanting them to to lead them to actually buy something from you that is specifically related to the lead magnet that they have downloaded. So an example of that would be, um, I have a four-part video series called the Social Biz Series, where I talk through... um, business related issues and challenges that my audience face in terms of running their digital business. So things like pricing, offer clarity, um, how to scale your business from the one to one, um, you know, how to put leads on autopilot. And it's very much sort of more business focused rather than social media focused. Those, that four part training series is a lead magnet for my business coaching program, the social formula, where I help people who work in the social media industry. So social media managers, coaches, content creators, um, or people wanting to transition in from service into courses, that sort of thing. But they work in the social media industry to grow their business rather than grow their online presence. So it's targeted in the sense that I'm talking about the main pain points of people that are working in the social media industry, in business as a whole, but I'm talking to people from a business coaching perspective rather than a social media coaching perspective. And it's the pain points that you know, all the people that have come into my program have actually had. So those that four-part video series leads people into an email sequence that upsells them that program specifically. So you may have like your core offer, the one main thing that you do. So your lead magnets, whether it be, um, you know, any sort of targeted lead magnets you create may mostly be driving people to purchase, book, um, join that main kind of core offer. And then you might have a couple of, you know, smaller lead magnets that you promote at various stages of the year or do launches for, or, you know, just promote based on your promotional rhythm when it's relevant that sell other targeted offers. But in terms of, I guess, how many should you have at least one, at least one, which is your main database building opt-in. Um, and then I definitely would recommend at least have another one lead magnet, which is a targeted lead magnet that is designed to actually lead people to at least your main core offer. Number five, the last question was, what are the best ways to grow my list? Now I always get asked this question. So I'm going to hit you with three really good ways to grow your list. Number one, talk about your opt-in. If you've created your main email opt-in, and you've put it on your website and you don't talk about it, it's like putting a sign in the middle of the desert and expecting people to find it. It is just not going to happen. You need to drive traffic to it. Now, there's two ways you can do that. You can do it through organic marketing or you can do it through paid marketing. Now, most of you guys are not in a position where you have the ability to either invest in learning 
paid ads to the extent that you need to, to be successful with them or invest in someone doing them for you. So you're going to be relying on some organic strategies. So I encourage every single person, every client of mine, if you have got your main email opt-in that grows your list, incorporate in your promotional rhythm. And if you don't know what a promotional rhythm is, um, it is something that I teach again inside of the social collective in my strategy process and content strategy process is having a promotional rhythm for your content. Allocate time in that to talk about your email opt-in and drive people to actually opt into it. Now you can do this on your own social channels. You can do it in your, in Facebook groups. You can do it on stories. Um, LinkedIn, there's plenty of places that you can talk about your opt-in online to drive more traffic to it. The next thing you can do, so my second tip would be to put links to it on all the relevant places. So put it in your bios. You know, if you're able to put a link in a bio on a platform, put the link in there somewhere. Um, Make sure you've got a link to it in your link tree or your links page for Instagram. Pop it on your email signature, put it in blogs as a content upgrade or add it as a CTA on your podcast. If you have a podcast, where can you in your ecosystem be putting links or referencing back to your opt-in and be sending people there? If you're interacting in Facebook groups and someone asks, a question that relates to one of your lead magnets, it would make sense for you to say, hey, I've got a freebie or a a downloadable or a PDF or a video training on that. Here, here's the link to access it. It will really help you. You know, you're giving them free content. It, It just makes sense, right? That you would be sending traffic back to that as much as possible. Um, it's like with my podcast, I've got 72 episodes now. So when people ask a question in a Facebook group about an episode that I've done, I'll be like, Hey, I've got a podcast episode on that. It's number 65 or whatever it is on the podcast. Here's the link, right? Always be referring traffic back somehow in your ecosystem to that opt-in or to a relevant lead magnet that would get people onto your list. My third tip is having limited time offers or targeted offers for people to join your mailing list. So it might be that you're going to send something out to your mailing list next week. So in your social media content or your stories, you could be driving traffic for people to join your list in the lead up to that, right? So I'm creating this, I'm sending it out to my mailing list. So it's a limited time offer. It gets sent out once. If they're not on your list, they don't get it sent out to them. You know, and and then you can you know, create an opt-in form for it or just send them over to your freebies page and say, you know, download my opt-in, you'll be on my list, then you'll get the email next week sort of thing. Um, If you go back to what I was saying before about your targeted lead magnets, again, they're a limited time offer or a targeted offer, particularly if you're running things like webinars or video trainings or workshops or free sessions live, don't just be saying, hey, join my Zoom call, I'm going to do a QA and a with you, put an email opt-in form in front of it where people then get sent the link to join the Zoom call in the email. So you're collecting the email as well, right? So be thinking about, you know, what are the things that you're doing online? What are the things that you're doing to support your audience? How can you put that behind an email capture to capture their email strategically? If it's that sort of, you know, a limited time or a targeted offer where you're supporting your audience, how could you be doing that better in terms of capturing emails? All right, that's it. Five questions that we've answered here today. So should you be resharing social media content? How many CTAs should you have on your emails? 
The third one was how often should you email your list? The fourth one was how many lead magnets is too many? And the fifth one was the best ways to grow your list. I really hope that helped you. I'm sure it had heaps of insight into it. It's a really cool way to get out a bunch of content in a really snappy fashion to do these Q and A's. So please head over, follow me on Instagram at Miss Stacy Marie underscore um, for the next Q and A session when I'll be doing a call out for questions. And yeah, until then, guys, stay classy. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the social hub forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Yeah.